So everybody's wondering where I'm at, apparently. And as many of you know, that listen to Dr. David Robertson. You Sometimes people ask him, is Shammer going to do anything? Why don't you ask me? <laughs> I am, actually. There's a lot of reasons why I haven't done any recordings lately. And I have several coming up. Some I promised you, like the thousand-year history of Ukraine and Russia and why that's going on. I've got that ready to go. I'm doing this to let you know I'm still alive. Got some coming, but to share with you some of the things that are coming up uh, based on some questions I've been asked and some ideas I've had. Some of them have to do with the traveling, what I call the Gray Man Adventure, which has turned out to be very positive, but a little bit different than what I was planning before and has been very enjoyable. So to tell you some of the things that will be coming up that are kind of additional, but I will use them for Gray Man Talking Points, is one of them has to do with all the people I've met. I'll tell you about some of the people I've met in the last three, four months of traveling all over Montana, Utah, Idaho, and Northern Arizona. All walks of life, all different financial aspects of life, different politics, different views, some religious, some atheists, veterans, people that don't like the military, the conversations we had, things I've learned from them, and using those as examples of things to build rapport with people and why they work so well. And I think you'll find that very interesting. I have been asked a lot about living in a an RV, essentially, a travel trailer and what that's like and issues I've ran into, things that have been success, things I've learned and types of tools and gear to use that I think will be interest of some people. I'm going to approach that from the point of view of for anybody. So some things would be clearly RV specific where some things might be ultra light backpacking specific based on the things I use and why I use them, which I think will be of interest. That may be kind of an extra little tidbit of stuff kind of probably be the one kind of outside the gray man thing but some of it will kind of tie into a point of just saying you know when you have things have things that can do multiple uses or backups to them all kinds of stuff from tools to camping equipment to extra stuff you need will probably be a good idea as well i do have several other written down on the table talking more about some of your favorite topics people enjoy so much such as detecting deception situation awareness and body language seem to be the biggest hits of all I've got some smaller, shorter ones I'll do, because some of these are going to be long. Like when I talk about people, that's going to be long. The one on Ukraine is going to be long. I may do kind of a current analysis of what's going on in the war. I know a lot of people aren't paying attention to that anymore because we just had the elections. And as the time of this recording, they haven't all been decided. And no matter where you sat on the political perspective, the red wave did not quite happen that some people hoped for or feared. An interesting thing, apparently, during the midterms of President Clinton and President Obama, who were Democrats, they, Republicans, had much greater success overall than what happened this time. So those will be things that you can, you know, look up on your own, follow what's going on. But now everybody's looking forward to the next elections in a couple of years, and President Trump has said he's going to make an announcement next week. He's been announcing that for a while. I think it's just strategic to making sure that after the midterms, making sure everything's been decided, see if anything's contested. He's probably going to run for president again. Either that or he's going to endorse somebody. But I think everybody knows more than likely he's going to run again. I don't think I'll really talk about that much, but I think David will over on his channel, which you should be following. Make sure you're checking out the Disco Real Thoughts and Philosophies of DMR Publications and Leaders Last. Those are his two podcasts. Leaders Last is about leadership. I have personally taken some of his training. And it is the best leadership training I've ever taken. And you definitely should check that out, especially the LEAP program. But there's other ones that you can check out on Grassfire Industries if you're interested in checking that out. But the big one 
and God, I hope you're, I hope you're listening because I feel bad about this. One of the biggest ones I'm going to do is one I've avoided. I avoided it because it almost seemed like a lot of veterans did it for clicks. I've seen some good ones, though. In fact, I've shared some good ones, especially the ones by Sean Ryan and Mike Glover, former special operations guys, that had to do with things like anxiety, depression, PTSD, all those types of things, transitioning out of the military, the struggles they dealt with. I didn't talk about it because I didn't want to make it about me, but everybody that does the good ones actually talk about themselves and their experiences, but I didn't want to do that. Plus, there's a lot of stuff, nothing personal, I just didn't want to share it with strangers. And then some of them just seemed disingenuous, but I got a message on Facebook from a guy and I thought about it for a while. I've talked to people. David's one of the people I talked to. I even talked to my mom about it. I talked to some of my other friends about it, trying to figure out if I should do it. And then when I went back, I realized because my last traveling, when I came out of the mountains, spent time in Boise with a friend, came back here to see my family realized I don't think I'd responded to this guy so I went back to respond and his account was gone so I couldn't see the message anymore but in case you're listening you're the person but I'm still going to do this and the episode's going to be about his letter to me which was he's a veteran I want to say he was a marine but maybe he didn't identify that but he wrote me on Facebook and it didn't sound in the writing like it was anything super bad but it was basically things like anxiety dealing with people transitioning out of the military and he was having a hard time and he wanted to know how I do it. So I was going to open that podcast by reading that letter, which of course I can't do now. So in the future, I'm going to start screenshotting messages so I don't lose them. But I'm going to do that one and I'm going to talk about myself, issues I've had, how I dealt with them, the ones I struggle with every day, the ones I overcame. And what worked for me, what didn't work for me, the choices I made and why, which things I don't even try to use as methods because I don't like them or they didn't work for me. Because at the end of the day, a lot of guys had it right. The only thing you can do is talk about yourself and be willing to do it and express what real serious issues you've had and how to deal with it and how you've approached it what you thought was or wasn't healthy at the time, what you learned later might have been right or wrong about those decisions and the things that I deal with and how I cope from the time when it was real, real bad and real terrible and I was in a very dark place to even dealing with stuff now that to some people might be innocuous and some people might appreciate. I figure that there's enough of that going on. There's been enough, way too many suicides from the military as well as regular suicides. Depression is a serious issue in this country, post-traumatic stress, post-traumatic stress disorder, all kinds of things like that. I need to do it because maybe it's going to help somebody. Because some of the help I got was from watching videos from people that were very open and honest and genuine about things they were saying and gave me some good ideas and motivated me a little bit. So maybe the fact that somebody's asking me that question means that there's somebody I can help out there even if it's not that same person. So it's a tough one I've struggled with, and I'm just going to freeform it. I've been thinking about it, but I haven't taken notes. I'm not going to plan it out too much. I'm just going to walk through a timeline of things and discuss it because all kinds of good and bad things have happened to me. So hopefully that helps somebody. Then on top of that, please, by all means, if you want to know when I'm going to do something and I haven't done it for a while, shoot me a message. There's all kinds of things in every show, no, but every episode you can listen to. 
You can always contact me on Facebook. Those on the Intel training page can contact me there. You can contact me on Twitter. And I have actually might do something on Twitter where I've got, I'll have to delete some stuff. Not necessarily before I do it, but I've gone on Twitter and been a Twitter ass, like a lot of people do, mainly to see how people engage. Sometimes I choose logic and rational arguments. Sometimes I go the emotional feeling route uh, just to see how people choose to interact and try to deal with it and just to see what happens. And I ramped it up a little bit when Elon Musk took over just to see what was going on. And then sometimes defending myself, sometimes not to kind of see general community feeling. I don't put a lot of credence in it only because a certain amount of it's a lot easier to do and say things when you're not standing in somebody's face. But sometimes that's better and lets people get their emotions and thoughts out a little more freely. They might not be so inclined to do if they're sitting at a table with somebody. But it's an experiment I've been running for the last few months, especially a lot in the last month. So if you go there and see tweets and replies, you'll see a lot of people coming after me for some stuff I said where I was clearly being an ass. Some of it, if you know me well enough, you might know I don't even believe or think. And some of it, you might change your opinion, have a negative opinion about me. I've lost followers over it. Not that I had a lot anyway. Most people that listen to this are on Facebook, but it was just to see how that's working and what that world of communication is like outside of using it for Intel gathering. So that's something I might discuss as well. Or maybe just leave it at what I explained to you just now. But definitely shoot me your questions and messages. Let me know things are going on. One of the other shows I got coming up I'm going to do is we've done a lot on body language and detecting deception. And while it's all audio, one of the things I've tend to do more with detecting deception is I've talked about things that aren't body language. The way people speak or the way they write and how we communicate in different ways. Many of you have heard that before. So one of the podcasts I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you two stories. Two stories I've told a lot over the years. One's going to be true and one's going to be a lie. The true story, I would say, is 99% true. Anything that's not true in there is just normal little things that I don't remember all the specific details on that's just natural to any storytelling. But for the most part, you can almost guarantee it's 100% true. The other one is going to be almost 100% false. It's a story I've used, which I have many, to show people how easy it is to lie or how easy it is to convince people of stuff and to explain how that entire methodology works and why somebody who's trained and practitioned in it can do it so well. I will tell you those stories and then I will give you some time, probably a couple weeks or something, to go back and listen to any other episodes you want or ask me any questions you want. It's not going to be a contest because that last one was too painful. I don't even know if everybody got their stuff because some of it's been returned sent back I, I don't know what's going on there but I'm going to do that and give you time to review anything else you want then I'll come back on another episode I will tell you which story is true which story is false and I'll tell you why you believed one was true and why you believed the other one was false based on how I told those stories and the thing is it seems easy because no matter how good the stories are it's 50 50 but whether or not you say so, I can tell you that based on my experience of doing this experiment numerous times, most people are wrong. Most people get it wrong. So you can use your guessing, you can use your intuition, you can use your own personal knowledge of me, if you know me, or you can just use those podcasts and you'll be able to try to figure that out to see which story is true and which story is false. So that should be a good one that I hope you enjoy, where I'll be able to give you actual stories 
And so remember, go back and check, talk about how we talk about things, when we distance ourselves from stuff, things like prologues and epilogues, details of stories, our stories following timelines, are they not? Because remember, one of the things I've always said is intentional or not, most of the time, signs of deception are completely subconscious. A planned story can sound very true, not because of what they're telling you, but because of how it's being told. There will be things in the true story that even the way I tell it, I purposely say in a way to make it look deceptive, but very little of it. And there'll be things in the false story where I purposely tell things in a certain way to let credence to the idea that that is the true story. Just to show you the one thing I've always said, whether it's detective assumption, body language, there's no single sign that's going to tell you something is a lie. It's about clusters. It's about piecing it all together and realizing that even the most rehearsed liars will slip up and there's ways to find them so there's plenty of episodes you can go back and check out for that and see how it's going uh, for spotify listeners please let me know as you're listening to these or listening to old ones what you think about the ads spotify got to the point of this is only on spotify but i play the ads sometimes and it's about anchor that's the one anchor does for me spotify does this one now they gave it to me I go on, they give you a ton of categories for ads. I can click on or off certain subjects. There's several subjects I took off because I figured, yeah, it's ad revenue, but that makes no sense to me. Like everything that had to do with makeup, for example, I took off, or pharmaceuticals, I think I took that off. Some I left on. But it's playing some of those ads now. Wherever I put an ad placement in, it'll play random different ads. So I'm curious to hear what you think of those ads. Are they good ads? Do the subjects seem weird for the podcast? Please let me know so I can go in and make changes to that. Because if ads are going to play, I want to make sure they're at least worth your time, even though they're only about, I think they're only 60 seconds long. That's what I want to know, too, because I haven't listened to Spotify and heard those ads. Because I don't think I can hear them on my signed-in account. So please let me know what you think about that. Also, any show ideas or questions you have, I'm always open to that. But yeah, we got all those coming up and a few more. I just wanted to give you an update, make you know, make sure you know I'm still here. The show's still going. It's just been busy and stuff, which I'll talk about in an episode of how the travels have been going, how the training's been going, classes, what has and hasn't happened, all the training I had to cancel just due to some serious to minor issues, and then where we're going from here for traveling and training and all the other things coming up. And if on the off chance you're a listener, congratulations to whoever got that ticket in California that just won the largest lottery in history. Which, look it up. But here are the numbers. That winning ticket, assuming it's one person, which would be cool because usually it's a group of people. If you took the cash amount after taxes, it's something like $628 million. If you take the 30-year annuity, your first payment after taxes is $17 million. Your 30-year payment after taxes is $71 million. Somebody out there is rich as shit. And hopefully, hopefully they're smart enough to go find a private bank like UBS or JP Morgan or Citigroup, someplace, Goldman Sachs, whatever, and have them set up the trust and stuff and do it correctly so they don't fuck it all up. But that's a god-awful lot of money, so congratulations to you and every other person out there like that. So thanks for listening. I got some stuff coming soon. The dog's doing well, by the way. I did get a message about Sadie. She's loving camping and chasing squirrels. And Oh, and here's a fun fact. She chased a moose, which is normally dangerous, but it was a young female moose um, that ran away 
that was kind of lost in the sauce out there. That's the only reason my dog's still alive. But she chased the moose off in Montana. So big hero dog there. So we got more episodes coming soon. We'll see you shortly.